Hey, Brian. How's it going, Evan? <laughs> Good, except my neighbor's really loud upstairs. <laughs> don't, 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 just, don't. As we hit record, he just starts tromping around. <laughs> my neighbor's like a giant orgy. dog, so that's hopefully we don't hear this. But I've had to listen to it. In my dog-free building, there's an enormous dog living upstairs. Well, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I know. What the, I mean, <laughs> who cares? One dog. Actually, there's three in the building, I found out. <laughs> no dogs allowed. First one's free. Yeah. The rest get it. Apparently, this guy claimed it was a medium-sized dog. Sounds Someone estimates it's about 80 pounds, which mm-hmm. is apparently a medium-sized dog. That's a fairly large medium. Yeah, it is. Wow. <laughs> well, here we are on episode 16 of EDH yeah. Wrecked. Thanks for yes. joining us, the Finite Commander uh, podcast. I can't believe we've made it to 16. I know, and I was going to say that uh, I have to quit the podcast because someone told me I made a mistake. I also and made I, a mistake. And I don't know how I can walk it back. No, oh, what was it? But apparently when I was really tired in episode 13, yeah. I described uh, Mimic Fat wrong. You did? Because yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I did. to me too. <laughs> so... One of these, I, like, I assume that's the end of my career. For like episode twenty five, we should just go back through the podcast and find all the mistakes we made, and just oh, be like, man. "And here on episode three, we had the wrong casting cost." I would like to apologize for it. I screwed up, spot whatever on I believe episode fourteen. Okay, with the mentioning of Mycosynth lattice, it actually cost six, not seven. I said it uh, cast cost was seven. I don't even. I'm, I apologize. I we lost listeners over this. Yeah, at least a dozen. They're like, "What a bunch of assholes!" They were just like, "Fuck you!" and left. Um, <laughs> so, but here we are on episode sixteen. We've spent a long time talking about uh, well, about sixteen hours talking about cards and whatnot, and specific cards and combos. But and this week, we're not going to talk about cards at all, right? Well, little. Oh, okay. We had Homer. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I have to yeah. talk about Saray the Falconer. Yeah, I have to talk about uh, Corona the False God, yeah. Voltron. Who is not a god. Not a god. Avatar only. Um, so, today though, we wanted to talk about uh, how to start a playgroup like ours, and how to get tournaments off the ground if your store doesn't already run them. Yeah, because uh, the store we go to uh, appears to be unique in the sense that it uh, has tournaments. Yes. And I'm not sure, but when like, face-to-face comes to town, they sort of just throw us in a pod and ignore us. And there's yeah. no real rules, and it's really confusing. It's not. It was good when there were less people. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, and like, there's all these GPs we keep hearing about with like giant well, commander things, but I don't think anyone knows how to So from what I could find... On online, the GP Vegas wasn't an actual tournament. It was just pods. It's just, just random paid, people. You got your soul rings, and then you just played. Yeah. So face to face was you each pay five bucks. Yeah. And, and then the played. winner got twenty bucks. Yeah. So like it was like playing a game of poker, and you just bid in fifty five <laughs> bucks, like done. But the problem was, people would just you know I sat down with a CDH deck. You're like, yeah. Great. Um. So it was it was terrible because if you could just play against your friends and you knew, sort of knew the power level. Sure, I mean, at some point you could just say, why don't we just keep our money instead mm. of just gambling it all away to each other. Um, but if you played with a random person, it was a complete crapshoot. Yeah. And, and you're probably just giving them five bucks. Yeah, so most of the other Commander Knights here, and when I was in Fredericton, same thing. Uh, it was just random Commander, you know, you show up, you go to the back, you play games. And there's no prizing. There's no prizing, there's no, there's no organization. You just, you just lock yeah. eyes with someone. And then you, you play wanna, magic with them. You wanna, yeah. Did you bring your? Yeah. You got a deck. <laughs> you know like, who? Who do I know? Nobody. Uh, you just pull out a deck of magic and sort of sit there and shuffle yeah, until just, someone notices you. Just start you. looking through it. Yeah. Until yeah. Someone's like, like, oh, do you want to? Do you want to play? Oh, what? You got a binder? 
Yeah, sure. Do you want to play a game? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. We're not suggesting that. That's not how to organize a tournament. But That's actually probably less awkward than Magic players usually are. I feel that I'm <laughs> probably a little beyond the... I feel I'm like on the other end of the, the, the socially awkward right. than most most people. <laughs> you would knock over all their cards <laughs> and then be like, so you ready to play? <laughs> Get out of here with your stupid deck. Uh, <laughs> give me your lunch money. Um, but so we're going to talk about... A little bit about like how to start a community, how to sort of get these things on the go, and in our case, I guess specifically for us, whether you guys follow it or not, is the whole enforcement of kind of our house rules that have turned into sort of rules. Yeah, because our rules keep changing, sort of democratically. But yeah, yeah, it's well, definitely I think, I think a democratic movement. better than they used to. But usually, just a majority of us get together and like, look, this rule, right? And, and then most people agree. make a change. So the first thing that you want to do in my, from my notes anyway, was uh, was to you have to find a space. So, it's probably yeah. You know, you know, we exist in three dimensions, so we should probably have that <laughs> yeah, in our a imagination. Cube, a cube. That is you a you also need time to play. Time to play uh, and the physical cards. No, anyway, <laughs> Mister Smarty Pants. Uh, you know. So a local gaming store. A lot of local gaming stores don't. At least around here, when I've talked to them about it. They don't actively support Commander, but they also don't work against it. So it's just like a thing. If you want to stop by with people and you got enough people, play some Commander. Yeah, uh, they're if like, you just don't... do your thing. Stop bothering me. Sorry. I'm, I'm yelling a bit too much, I feel. I know. I'm trying to move the mic away from you. <laughs> Very slowly. Uh, if, you don't, uh, if you don't have enough people, then you just don't play. So uh, one of the things to do is to sort of find a store that will at least, you know, give you a night. Yeah. You know? Set a night aside if it's a night where no one else shows up or it's a night where they have some extra room because it's like a smaller game or something like that. Even if it's once a month, ours is weekly, but it can, you know, if your shop definitely has like a yeah, once a month there's another store that does one. Well, our store does a, a non-tournament also weekly. I, and then there's another store that does sort of a non-tournament hangout yeah. uh, weekly as well. So yeah. there's, there's actually quite a lot where we live. There's there is, probably yeah. more, and I just don't pay attention. But uh, the one so because no. there's like four or five comic no. stores in the two of them don't run Magic at all, and okay. then the rest just run F and M's. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so the thing is to find a store that would be willing to sort of take on that role and see if they have a night free. Yeah, and okay, I was <laughs> just watching the computer here struggle as it. Uh, <laughs> Apparently is recording. Let's it just stop it, looking at that. Yeah, let's we'll just pretend yeah. like that's not a problem. Yeah, the, the recording just sort of looked like it just died on us, but then it just like 10 seconds later all just showed up. So If you find there's a gap where we just start talking about a recording, uh, email us, tell us what happened. Yeah, tell us we're wrong again. Um, yeah, so if you got enough people to play Commander, you just you know show up, play if there's yeah. an extra spot, try to get it. Uh, you know, if you want to start a tournament, way. though, I think you probably have to roll into the store twelve strong. Yeah, multiple nights. Like yes, you know, so you want to show the store that the support is there for the game. Yeah, because they're, I mean, they'll happily take your money, but they don't want to give it away if yeah, like yeah. it's not worth it. So. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, again, if the store doesn't have anything going on on like a Tuesday night, and he's like, yeah, yeah, start a commander night. Sounds great. There's um, a lot of commander players, so there's a lot. There's a, uh, it shouldn't be that hard to find people. Mm-mm. It's it shouldn't be. No, you would hope not. I mean, we found you know twenty some odd. Yeah, we're skyrocketing here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> we're running out of space. Uh, 
But if you so find a store that'll support you, it doesn't need to offer prize support. Uh, ours does in a way because it, we pay five bucks entry fee. Yeah, but it's all you win thirty to 10. thirty ten to thirty bucks depending on yeah. what table you land at. So. Even if your store doesn't want to do that, you can do it yourself or offer prize support. It's like everyone pitching five and we buy packs kind of thing. Uh, and then start from there and see what you can get, I think, is where you you know do a little bit of advertising on Facebook. You know, throw up some some posts if the store will let you and tag yeah. them in it. You know, see if they'll do it because a lot of times those stores' Facebook pages have a lot of followers yeah. and sort of build their own group around it. And if they will pitch it for you, then that's even a huger impact because then you'll get players that you never even knew played like you know not even just your regular commander players or magic players people will just come in and be like i got a deck that i had five years ago I'll give yeah a shot. i have a bunch of old cards what the hell is this commander deck? yeah yeah that's how i got into it yeah most people do because it's so much more casual yes you know um so i'm not quite sure we haven't compared notes so i'm not quite well, sure we, we haven't at all no this. we never do though no this is always so a i just have my sort of notes are sort of just how to like the rules we use and how why it's structured that way. Do you have more thoughts on just setting it up? I mean, I have one brief one, but well, I mean, I feel mine like I'm later just, in the know, game than you, so I don't know where you you're are, going yeah. right now. I was more, I was more <laughs> angling towards like how to get the scene going, but yeah, uh, yeah. So find the store, find the shopkeep that wants to help you. Uh, if they'll support it with like an organized play, yeah, uh, it, it is better. I find a lot of times if your store isn't into it, tell them you'll take it on. Right. Yeah. So like our store we, was kind of into it in the beginning, but he just kind of just let us run with it after a while. Yeah. There's just like a collection of like like you spearhead it. Yeah. But then there's like ten other people that just sort of are like yeah jump like, in if I'm well, right there. Yeah. Or, whatever, or like, just if we need to sort of discuss something. Yeah. Any rules thing, and, and they just completely ignore us. What what I find is good with having sort of the structured tournament is. Um, I find it's easier to play because the problem with sort of the free-for-all is all the games end at different times. Yeah. And then you just end up playing like the same three people because every time you finish, you look around. And people and are actively just game, like, like come yeah. up with an excuse why you shouldn't play against these three people anymore. Yeah. Uh, or or you just well, walk. Like you, how do you get to someone else? You just cross your fingers that someone's about to finish a game. Even at the last house games we've had where eight people will show up, yeah. one table will finish. The other, we all know each other quite well. The other four yeah. just sit there like, are oh, you guys almost done? 20 minutes away? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess we'll start. start a quick one. An hour and a half later, like, you guys done? Want to switch up the tables? <laughs> Go to wait. Like, yeah, so the advantage to it is is you can play and you can play different people and you don't yeah. get stuck with the same people, which yeah. I find better because the, like <laughs> it's, it's sort of where my next notes were, which is sort of, I guess it's what some people online call the power levels um just sort of like having your deck be at about the same strength as everyone else is if you sit yeah. down at these sort of like un unstructured one and someone just is playing urza and you're like ah crap how do i not play against this person yes yeah uh, it's not as much fun whereas in a tournament you, you, you might bump into them but you're if you're not if your deck's made for memes and he's running urza you're going to weed down. Like, there's no question. Yeah, but that's when you have, like, a point system. That's so what it's I mean. Like, yeah. uh, we yeah. played a buddy of ours who we'll have on here eventually who, who has all the old guys. <laughs> yes, yes. And I played against him, and I realized fairly quickly what his deck was going to do, and I tried to... Do, but I was playing, like, a like crazy budget deck. Like, yeah. it was, like, a $100 deck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I said, when he beat me, I said, I have... The best thing is, now I don't have to play your deck yeah. again. Yeah, so... 
You need to find the store, find the owner, see if you can take control. And like Evan said, the best idea probably is to run it in like a find out who your core group is over the few, first few months, who's showing up regularly, who's willing to help. Yeah. And then sort of form almost like a rules committee about how a tournament should be run. Yeah, because Commander doesn't have rules, technically. Yeah, technically. It's, it's really... A, I mean, <laughs> really like I said, our store has legitimate house rules that are... are we just our rules. form every They're, time a new person shows yeah. up. We're like, these are the rules. And I always say the rules will probably change if already people disagree. But yeah. at the it moment, tends to be one person every three months doesn't agree, and they just leave. And they'll so, come back. <laughs> and all the people stay, and the numbers are increasing. Yeah at an alarming rate honestly so clearly the rules are working <laughs> yes because we're getting a lot of repeats we are yeah we're not getting a lot of people you know i'm gonna start my own commander night we had one guy yeah so and then on to the actual rules which is where evan was on to so yeah. after you formed your group and you found your time and you sort of set aside a few months of just sort of playing your way into an organized play because i wouldn't suggest jumping right in and trying to organize you want to build the rules with the community so that they feel a part of it yeah, because like, like we still do struggle with ties. A the suggestion rules have changed on how a few times. we we've changed it, and it's just sort of like this is where we're at, and it's like the least offensive yes. way to do it, which yeah. is basically we can declare you all tied, which is like the worst points, or you can roll off, yeah. and one of you can come second. Yeah, what would you like? And every once in a while, it's like really you're gonna do a roll off. It's like well. We're not really playing super competitively, yeah. so yeah. like your call here, people. Also, it's usually for the final round where it's like a ten dollar table. Where it's like I don't want to roll off. Do you want two dollars and fifty cents store credit? Because yeah. that's what you're aiming at right now. Yeah, like uh, we used to do it on life total, but then when like oh, twice bad. people on like turns would be like, play that land to gain a life, win the game, get ten dollars square credit. It's like it's not really what the life like it, it favored. Or people would life just hold on banks. to like yeah. beacon yeah. Like, till the end of the game and just like. Watching Beacon the time and being like, oh, the turn's about to go. I just need the most. So, like, it was clearly, like, it was favoring decks that could gain life. And yeah. just, it, it it was a clear tiebreaker, but oh, yeah. it just wasn't. It felt dirty. Yeah, and cheap, it did. <laughs> and people were starting to abuse it and just running to time. So that's yeah. the other side, too, is that you have to define with the store manager how long you have. Yeah, well, this is all, like, the structure. So I guess we yeah. should talk about ours. Right, so we do four rounds. Four rounds. At 45 minutes. Four hours. Uh, over three and, three and a half, half hours. hours yeah. Six thirty to uh, ten is our run. Yeah. And we've been pretty good at that. Yeah. But what we had to do so sort of sort of oh, and then the rule was first place gets three points, second place gets two points. Everyone else gets everyone one. else gets one, though someone asked why we don't do four, three, two, one. I don't know. We just don't It's because some tables are at three. Um, sometimes we right, three sometimes we have three right. and you can't penalize the table just because they have one less person. Yeah. Perfect. At least I know now because I was like, I don't really know. We just never yeah. thought about this. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing. And then you just, uh, you just next round, you just take the people with the same the scores. Highest. Yeah. And so we, we had, we, and we. But we've had tons of rule changes. Struggle. So I guess we can talk about all the, the reasons these are our rules. Yes. And what we used to do. The still struggle with us is, and the struggle with a lot of people, we use a randomizer for when people are tied for points. So yeah, if there's so too five, many people to fill five a Five people at six, only four can be at that table. So yeah. one has to go down. So the problem with that, we had a judge play once with us, a level two judge who just lost his mind <laughs> when he saw us randomize. He was like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, well, trying to figure out who the next pod is. His suggestion are. was amazing for his what we should do. Though. suggestion was amazing, but also <laughs> couldn't work. Like, it's actually a good idea from where he was coming from. So yeah. 
Yeah, he, he, he thought that since we're playing, because the store always advertises as competitive commander, it and does, we always yeah. joke that you should put quotes around competitive, because <laughs> yeah. competitive in sense it's a tournament, but it's not CDH, and it's not like a structured magic tournament. Like it's no not one an needs, open tournament. No one needs deck lists. No one. No, no one. None of that happens. It's all just, it's fairly casual. Yes. Just within a, uh, you know, a prizing play environment. Yes. So he his suggestion was, I texted him afterwards and I said, you know, I really took what you said and I just want to know what you'd think. And his suggestion was like, well, there's not really a good out here. <laughs> that's because what, that's our problem. There's no real pairing system for Commander with Magic because they just don't care. Um, yeah. So he was like, honestly, he said, if I was in charge, I would just pair the better players up. <laughs> So that you always face the same level of player. Right. But that completely discounts new players. Someone playing a meme deck, like someone yeah. just like showing up with Zedru Oprah, just being like, you get a new car, you get a new <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah, there's just too much like judgment. And then the problem is you're usually running the tournament and playing. So and it's just like, that's it, a mess. That can't be legal. If the so. store wants to secretly do it, but like you're just sitting at a table with everyone around us being like, randomize it. So if you're just sitting there going, I don't know, I don't like Evan today. He bears down. Like, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> Evan's got a really tough deck. I'm going to put him up with these assholes. See how he yeah, I, I really don't want to play against Niv-Mizzet today. Yeah. So why don't I just we'll pair just, that we'll somewhere else? We'll just keep else. pairing Niv-Mizzet somewhere else. So <laughs> the Golos, I don't like that Golos deck. We uh, we randomize it. Ones. Uh, so we have pods of four when we can make them, pods of three when we can't. Yeah. And we don't go above four and we don't go below three. So no five-man no. pods, no two-man, no 1v1. No. Um, and then the scoring system everyone already went through, four rounds... But we tightly time it at 45 minutes. So we used to do turns. We used to do so turns. So it used to be at time at 45 minutes. Um, I think it was 50. Well, Five extra um, turns. There was No, we did once around the table. That's right. Because usually in, in 1v1 you do five. Yeah. We do once around the table, but whoever's turn it was called on gets the final turn. Because they it's could really have fair. just drawn. Yeah. Or they could be like, uh, attack. Yeah, and then it's like damage, and it's like time, and they're like, "Well, oh, great, I have like one main phase, and then yeah. the game's yeah. over." Um, so we did that, and that worked for a while, but then people got like slower and slower. They waited till and the final. The problem, yeah, people were starting to like hold things, waiting for turns, um, and just like it was taking forever, and we weren't finishing, and the store was getting annoyed because they wanted to close, <laughs> and we weren't finished. Yeah. Um, so they basically approached us and said, "Look, we they." Well, they originally said, we're going down to three rounds. We did that once, and we're like, this doesn't work. Four. Yeah. Three, the problem was one bad round, and you were just dead for the whole tournament. You were out of the You entire. couldn't crawl your way back up to the top. Um, so we, went to, we said, why don't we just cut turns? Yeah. Because it's the problem is we just don't know how long it'll take. And yeah. it was leading to what I said with the unstructured, like, sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. Like, people would finish, and then you'd have some game everyone's just standing around waiting for. Our record was 22 minutes. Yes, that was the one that sort of killed it, was someone, turns took, I think one turn took One turn took 22 minutes. 22 I, was, minutes. I was involved in that. That was... <laughs> it was bad. Um, it was not fun. So we had a rule change. So we just said, hard stop at 45. Just, it's called, game over, you finish whatever's your happening. Now you finish We're now phase. deciding that we probably need to finish the phase, because I had a couple where it's like, swing, and then people are like, time. It's like, oh, like well, I would have killed two lot, people. And it's funny, because you can see sort of the caliber of person you're with, because some people will say, oh yeah, you got me. Like, yeah. Even though time's called, they're like, yeah, I'm dead, don't worry. Yeah. But then other people are like, I got the time, not dead, yeah. two points. I had it once where <laughs> someone, because every once in a while we, we tell people when time's coming, and every once in a while we don't. 
But there was one where someone was like, time's like two minutes. And I said to the other player, I was like, look, on my turn, I'm going to do this. Can you stop that? He's like, because uh, he's just like him and Han looking through his yeah. cards. And I was like, look, look, I either beat you next turn or you just stare at your cards for two minutes and we go to time. Like, your call here. And he's like, yeah, that's fair. You beat me. Because <laughs> it's like, I really don't want him just to be like looking at his cards waiting for time to happen. Yeah. Which is why we don't usually tell people because we don't want anyone just to be like, how slow a draw. Yeah. Um, Un, like, un- yeah, like when they how, get near the end they're just like the trigger on the stack trigger resolves it's like uh we know bud yeah so but so you got to watch for that so we try to keep it mostly hidden yeah and we of course have our no infinite rule which is where we got it from was, yeah uh, the, so if you go infinite at a table or have an infinite on board yeah so that's the that's the key for us it doesn't have to be a like i win the game infinite yeah it's it can any be a complete waste of time infinite. Infinite. uh the only thing we don't normally rule on, and again, it's a very fluid thing, is if the infinite gets you nowhere, like the guy who ran the two encores. That I was about to damage the, between them. Like on Vex, I think. Yeah, the on Vex, where you and just bounce the damage, and he's like, is that infinite? It is, but pick who's going to die. Like, <laughs> so they're basically just like zero, prevent one damage to this creature, deal, a deal it to another teacher. But if you have two and either takes a damage, you can just ping that damage back and forth. Forever. Forever. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. It does not, no. So, so we decided that was fine. Yes. Because who cares? Who cares? But uh, so if there's an infinite uh, mana put on the table, uh, infinite turns, infinite, infinite anything. Draw, infinite, infinite draw, infinite creatures. We end the game at infinite that point. Infinite triggers usually. Yes. Said so someone described it as like, can you whiff? Yeah. And if the answer is like no, like because this trigger can just keep happening, and I can't ever just the not, best way to describe then it. It's infinite. Is the way that the guy who's going to be on our show later, Greg, described it, where it's it's can you continually loop this with no other thing? So it doesn't matter if your life total is lowered, like uh, you know, pay life, draw a card, pay life, draw a card. Right. So if you could continually do it. Yeah, regardless of finite resources like life or cards in hand. Yeah, essentially, yeah. If you can continually do it over and over again without an end, yeah, uh, that's infinite. We keep getting questions like, is this infinite? And it's like, just, like, who cares? Like, if yeah. it's that close to it, just don't play it anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't, you don't need to find, like, well, what's 99.9% infinite? Which and is therefore the angle allowed. that some of these people are coming yeah. at. And you know what? It's to be expected with a group. Like, once your group gets large enough, another key point is that you're going to run into <laughs> these issues where once it sort of spreads outside of the core group that started the foundation of it kind of thing. It's my theory on anarchy. Whenever <laughs> I find someone who's like, oh, we don't need government and stuff. I always said, anarchy works like uh, pick up hockey. You can just sort of grab a hockey stick with, like, four friends, and you don't have to clarify anything. You can just play. Yeah. But when you have, like, 20 people, suddenly there has to be rules. Yes. Because people are going to start cheating and breaking the spirit of the thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's, it, like, eventually, like, you and your friends, whatever. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. You can quit whatever. You can play whatever rules. Even but like-minded individuals. People fine, will eventually, right? the bigger you get, you'll find someone who tries to butt up against I'd say for the first year and a half of this newest format that we've been running, kind of, uh, we yeah. ran into almost no issues with things like infinite or questions about, like, yeah. is this here? And then <laughs> once you start pushing that, like, 20, 25 people showing up at your tournaments, that's where you get a good handful that are like, well, is this really infinite? If I remove it on the... It's infinite. But what if this is... It's infinite. Well, okay. It's like, buddy, just... You know. Yeah. You know. 
and you're just being that way because you want to push. And that's fine. People want to push the envelope. That's on them. And I tell them every time, you know. And the other thing too is you don't want to be the rule Nazi. Like leave that for your your the guy who owns the store. Yeah. You know, you're just there to clarify. And if anyone questions it, just say go talk to the owner or whoever he's put in charge. And if it happens yeah, that's, to be you, that's what happens in the store we're at. Is I think a lot of people think there's a group of us who've just decided the rules. But it's yeah. Like, no, no, no. Go talk to the owner. He's the one who started it. Yes. We're just sort of like coaxing them into a better place eventually. Yeah. But he's fine with all these rules, and he started them all. We just decided turns didn't work, and he agreed. Yeah. So we cut that one. We decided life total wasn't a good tiebreaker. He, he agreed. agreed. <laughs> so yeah. we cut that one. Well, especially once if you can lay out something to them in an, in an orderly fashion, logical, normally people will follow. Yeah. Like if I say to you, it's infinite because of this, you know. Right. Logic would dictate that I'm right. <laughs> but, you know, you're always going to meet those one or two people who are going to want to push the envelope. And so with us, we never actually say no. You can go infinite. Oh, yeah. So you just get slightly penalized. There's like, a pe- penalty. I'm, so you can go. We had a guy build a deck that just went infinite on turn seven every game <laughs> just so he could show us how foolish a point system was. But after a year, it turns out there's no other real better way to handle it that we found. So. No. It's just sort of we go back to that, like, what do you do when someone in your play group is kind of, you know, not fun to play against. Yeah. You just you just tell them to their face that you don't like playing against them and you hate them out. So it's the same thing. It's like, you only run infinites, the other three people all hate you out of the game because they just don't want to deal with it. And you, can you keep, can you go infinite? Yep. But, like, nobody wants you, you to. Yeah. So unless you want to just sort of, like, just be annoying, yeah. most people will just sort of either go play in a play group that allows infinite or sort of fold into the rules. We had guys who quit and then come back after a while, you know, they spend a few months away because they get upset and then they come back. I mean, we have a lot, I mean, like any large group of Commander, I don't know if anyone plays other formats, but the salt flows in Commander. <laughs> oh man, uh, so much. It's, it's so much worse. I think than, it's the multiplayer because it, like, it can definitely be other people's fault, whereas yeah. like one-on-one, it's your mistake every time. Yeah. It's, You're like, oops, I screwed this up. Yeah. And the other person can play a degenerate deck, but like the format's usually you're, one one you're is both usually, trying to play degenerate exactly. crap. You're, you're so you both can't blame anyone. Yeah. Um, but in, multi- in multiplayer, it's always going to be someone else's fault. It always is. Yeah. And so, well, I wouldn't say it always is. But no, no, but definitely, in your head, exactly. it always is. It's so always. it's always someone else's fault. It's one of those like Scientology, like check yourself moments that they always talk about, right? Where you got to check your own. But uh, it's. It's a weird scenario, so you're always going to find those guys in these groups, and really, it's like, there's no real easy way to deal with them, but yeah. we tend to just not, we, we tend to just tell them, like, you do you, like, you want to yeah. be that guy, you're going to suffer the consequences. <laughs> we don't have any kids there, and frankly, I treat kids the same way. If you're going to participate in a magic no, tournament... No, we've had some kids. We had that little French kid, yeah, he was cool. Well, and the other one. There was, there's yeah, one yeah, kid yeah. who's awesome. He's wicked. He's, like... <clears throat> Like ten and better than half the players He's who play. Legitimately, a better magic player. <laughs> but you than can't most. always play because it's a school night. <laughs> it is, <laughs> which is awesome. And there were two kids recently. And one was playing uh, Mizzet extra turns. Oh my god, it was that, brutal. But you see, that's the thing. That kid played and he got stomped out of existence because he's playing extra turns Mizzet, which is hateful in Commander. I countered two of his extra turn spells and he complained. He did. Well, he, he complained, complained at the end when we killed him too. That I was countering his spells. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> he complained when he died. When I when I killed him, he complained. Even though when he let him go, he's like, yeah. uh, take five extra turrets because I copied it. It's like, oh, this is fun. Anyone want to go The way I see it like, is if someone takes five extra turns and still can't win, they deserve to lose that next turn. Yeah, but. <laughs> try to convince them that extra turns sucked because they were just sat around watching. But he's a kid. But um, if you're going to show up to a tournament, there should be no difference apart from maybe language in yes. between the way I treat you as a player and your age. So right. if you're a 12-year-old sitting at my table and you paid your five bucks, well... It depends. Know. There was one tournament where a kid showed up with an unsleeved deck. I was a little nicer to him. Yes, I know that kid. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if the kid's clearly, like, just trying to... I'll do that with anyone, though. If they're brand new and they're questioning me, like... threw it to, like, let him win at one point because <laughs> we just wanted him. We were like, this is great that he's got he's the trying. guts yeah. to play against a bunch of, like, 30-year-olds. Yeah. Um, but... You can tell pretty quickly if the kid's, like, trying really hard or if they're just completely lost. And you're like, I, we'll just coach this kid. Personally, I've let up on a few people if it looks like they're new. There was one guy there last week who uh, was playing a deck, obviously didn't know how triggers worked, how, like, even, like, tap lands came into play, how things yeah. affected. So I just sort of coached him. It was a mono green deck, so I just, like, coached him through how to Oh, yeah, he's the one that I, 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 like, insulted. I was just trying to get, like... A conversation started, yeah. but he just was so awkward that I'm pretty sure I just insulted him to his Yeah, face. so he, you know... I thought he just had a bad draw and was kind of bringing that up, but I guess he didn't, which means I just said... That was had, in the same game. Just, he just had a bad deck is basically what I accused he, him of. He kept a one-lander. and was uh, and But I, by the end of it, I was just sort of like coaxing him along on what he could do and like pointing out where he could get more power or who, you know... Because yeah. you look at those decks and you're like, well, this person is obviously new... I don't want to treat him like an asshole and drive him away. Yeah, but well, this brings up sort of my other point here is about uh, competitiveness versus casual. And what we're discussing here is like, look, it's a tournament, there's a prize, but like, don't be a dick. Commander is the but one format in Magic that requires more than two players. Yeah, but it's also a political thing. If I mean. you make friends with the player who's not great at the game, they're not going to use their very few removal because new players don't play it. Um,. On you, they're not going to attack no. you because you're helping. So you're, you are yeah. helping yourself there. But the thought is um, is sort of, I guess we should talk about sort of where their prize structure came from because it's it works and I think it encourages new people to give it a shot. Yeah. Because, so what we have is the top table plays for 30. Store credit. Store credit. And all the other tables play for 10. Yeah. A couple years ago, it used to be there was random. Um, yeah. And the owner liked that because it made anyone could win. But we sort of had a problem because um, a few times everyone would win from the same table. Yeah, or like the, the top big, table would take three or four, and you're like, "That's unfair." The like, big one was the owner, since we sort of ran our own thing, um, would just sort of like give a rain check to people. Yeah, uh, who had left. So what was happening was after three rounds, anyone not at the top table, people would be like, eh, "I'll just leave," and they'd still have a shot at winning. Yeah. So then. There's just a bunch of people sitting around being like, does anyone want to just play for fun? Yeah. And it was just sort of awkward and weird. So we had to go and be like, look, to, to encourage people to stick around for the fourth round, can we prize? And he said, sure. And we took a little bit from the top table. And spread and it. And we, we told everyone, like, here's the deal. If we take a little bit from the top table, we can add these other prizes. And everyone was like, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. And it's been good because it means if you're the bottom table of 20 people, you still can win. You just have to win that yep. one game. Uh, it sort of means the first three rounds are just sort of sorting and they well, don't really like, matter too greatly, which is why 
it's kind of encouraged a bunch of people to play like joke and meme decks, as we keep yeah. saying, because you only have to win one game technically, so you can basically play anything you want. Yep, you only have to try once. <laughs> yeah, and there's definitely times where I'm like, ah, it crap, also I rolled up the... to the top table, and this deck definitely happened last week. I was like, this deck, I like fumbled my way to the top table. Oh, I've done that I was a like, few times. I definitely can't win the top table. I might have been able to win something else. How did I end up like here? three weeks in a row? My multi creature, my multicolored creature Rien deck, the Angel, yeah. which only features multicolored creatures, <laughs> nothing else. Top tabled, uh, first iteration of Golos Gods top tabled. Yeah, but then someone borrowed it and crushed everyone. After they played I it way it. better than you. Well, yeah, and, and and well, the problem was I was missing two Guild Gates, which was one of the win oh. conditions. Didn't know it. <laughs> Slapped them both in, readjusted it. The guy's like, "Can I borrow your Gods deck? It looked hilarious." I was like, "Here you go." Schools his way to the top table. Yeah, and then, he actually just crushed everyone at the top table. It's funny uh, three weeks before that, I ran an Illarg deck for the first time ever, which wasn't supposed to win, and Blightsteeled my way to the top table. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this, none of this should happen. But <laughs> it happens. But So that's a good way to pitch it to the store, too, because the store, our store, takes $5 from everyone. Yeah. But it's store credit given out. Yeah, so they're not really a loss. They're not losing any money. And also, when you think about it, if you have... Uh, full tables of four. Yeah. So the first table's 30, which is six players. But every ta- table after that is only counting for two players' money. Yes. So once you cross the threshold of three full tables, he makes $10 off of each full table after that. Yeah. So like, And it multiplies. It goes up by 10 per table. <laughs> yeah. So like, they're clearly making a little bit. Like at the but 27? The, the point is they're not losing money because yeah. they won't run it if they're going to lose a little bit of money every time. Yeah, he never loses, and he actually only stands to gain for doing nothing. <laughs> he gains like 20 bucks for doing like, nothing. Literally giving us space. We run the whole tournament ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so it's a good way to sort of structure it and point out like, hey, the math will get you it. The pricing isn't huge, but it's enough that people yeah. will play for it. It's encouraging to new players to give it a shot. It's encouraging for people who want to sort of try a little harder to go yeah. for the bigger prize. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the bottom table prizes are definitely a key point for Commander because otherwise, like you said, no one sticks around. Yeah, it's only the top table. Problem. It's essentially I, a three-round tournament. Yeah, I, I, I feel like our community has grown a lot since adding that rule Yeah, because we're, getting, we're keeping a lot more people because they realize that you can play for fun and still win, Yeah, which I think is key for Commander. And that's why I said put... Put competitive in quotes because every once in a while someone shows up like I thought this was competitive commander like when like every table prizes so it's not really that yeah, competitive. Yeah. How did you think that? Really? Even the losers win. So yeah. although last week was the uh, the Urza deck, yes, who legitimately yeah. said when someone hated him out, I thought this was. What was he was like I thought this was competitive commander or something. No casual. I thought that was it. it was the other. He was like I thought this was casual commander because you get hated out on Urza. I was um, like, wait, you brought Urza to a, what you thought was a casual night? So you're just an asshole is what you're saying. But then er, later on that night, he also slammed the table in anger and, yeah, uh, and yelled. We'll have to find out if he's back this week. But he fun. didn't make a lot of friends. No. So don't and Those people, yeah, we, t- we talked about that. You yeah. just have to hate them out till they either learn to play for fun. Uh, or stop coming back because they're not going to help your playgroup. The beginnings of your playgroup especially sort of set the tone. For the, for the tournaments? Yeah, if you're like, all our people are going to show up and we're all going to play like super degenerate. If everyone's running tier one, you know, yeah. uh, deck and food chain, I mean, Tazri and... I and, mean, taking out the infinite 
knocks out a bunch of them. But they're still like like Prosh will just still murder people. Prosh, get wrong. You could take the infinites of those. Zer will still do these things. Zer will still crush you, know. you. Yeah. If you're a confident player and you have some confident players with you, then playing with second tier decks uh, can definitely get more people involved because they see that you can just sort of fool around. Well, magic's intimidating. It's yeah. hard to show up. Like, I learned about Commander and it was basically like, uh, and I heard about the Knight and I was like, to show up with a deck that doesn't work and yeah. I just have to have people explain stuff. And then I learned how to play, well, for some, to some degree. Um, <laughs> but if I just showed up and everyone just absolutely rolled me, then I probably would have just quit. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, I, I found, I mean, I knew I'd play Magic well before that, but I quit for a few years, and then when I got back into it, I exclusively went Commander because... Yeah, I did the same thing, and you apparently started like three months before I did. Yeah, I started... Because uh, the difference was, I don't remember Leovold being allowed in Commander, but you do. Yeah, so I started... Uh, <laughs> I started, But we both started around Commander 2016. So I, I bought the Atraxa deck yeah. on the day it dropped. So I must have bought it like two months later, yeah. and just missed that... Well, I played a bit just with a friend's deck. Yeah. But the first time I actually just like got into it and built my own deck, I played for maybe six months before that with what turned into Zata. But uh, I bought a Trax and sort of built an Atraxa deck. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's intimidating. You sit in a whole room full of people, and it's a whole new dynamic because it's four players, three players. Yeah, it's bonds, multiplayer. And you're and trying to... where the salt is, and your mistake costs someone else the game. And, yeah. And it's intimidating. You know, you, you, you rift at the wrong time. The guy next to you starts yelling at you because you just handed the game to the yeah. guy who can build faster. You, you play just, Infect, you know, and then you realize that everyone hates Infect, even though in Modern it's perfectly fine. No, everything's perfectly fine. And then fine. everyone hates you and complains for the rest of the night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it can be rough. So, it can like, be rough. you need to set it up so that there's a bit of fun, that people are encouraged to stay, that you don't just, like, rip into people, but just are like, look, people don't like Infect because here, the rule, it should be 20. It makes no sense. It's 10. So people just Still don't like Still stand by that rule. You can take extra turns, but people complain because they'll just sit there doing nothing. And they don't like sitting there doing nothing. It's, you can play stacks, but people are going to hate you out because they don't like sitting... Like, just explain it. Don't just, like... It's the same way I think about... It's the same way I think about stand-up comedy. Uh -oh. <laughs> you can tell whatever joke you want as long as you're willing to accept the consequences if it fails. Sure. Same thing in Magic. You can play whatever shitty cards you want to drop fair, a Blightsteel yeah. down. You can drop a Blightsteel and swing for the lethal as long as you're willing to accept the consequences <laughs> of what's going to happen to you the next time you play those guys. Because I guarantee yeah. the next time you're sitting at a table with those three guys, they will kill you. <laughs> yep. And you will complain and then they'll shrug because you need to find a happy balance in Commander, especially in a tournament scene. Because it will follow you. It'll follow yeah. you from tournament to tournament. Yeah. It's not like modern or standard where you're silently applauded for an excellent play that turns out ruining people. Yeah. I made a little small applaud thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's a different format and it's because of the politics and because of the saltiness, the general saltiness of people who get screwed up by other players. Yeah. It's a totally different scene. Yeah, and you but that's, you have to find sort of your your way. And but you got to be encouraging, and I think it works better if you add sort of a, a fun approach to it, and you're not just uh, um, you're not just playing CDH unless you are. Then you just have to make it clear to people that like this is hardcore commander. Well, I mean, you know, and if you at some point there are decks that you just can't stop unless you're playing. You know, like like we saw the day that. We had a Shimmer Zer deck show up. You can't stop. That. Sure, I mean in a casual. But format. that that problem was we were playing two at a giant, which is 
which is actually a mistake in Commander. Like, two-headed oh, yeah. giant is pretty degenerate. It's pretty gross. Uh, and the infinite rule was, like, bypassed. Yeah. Yeah, because it was 1v1, technically. So. Although the fun one we had was when we played... Um... Cataclysm? Was that the play? No, that was that was that uh-huh. night. That was when <laughs> Alyssa was on complaining because <laughs> the person complained about her Cataclysm <laughs> against CDH decks. So, like, who cares? Um the best part was, that was you got uh, a cataclysm off against CEDH, where like you got to the yeah, point no. where it was okay to cast it. Yeah, like, you it was... played your decks wrong. <laughs> yeah. If they won off a cataclysm, yeah, it was totally bizarre. <laughs> like, was it close to the worst thing that happened? Um, no, I've lost my train of thought here. I was going to talk about uh, oh the other tournament we did, which was um, block the block because one was they awesome. got rid of the ban list. Which yeah. is funny. So most of us played uncards, there was which was pretty The top funny. table, you were there, I believe. Yeah, I was playing was... only unstable, and I was playing a uh, Jumble Morph. I played X, you played Jumble Morph, and then uh, our other friend played uh, Richard, Garfield, Richard Garfield. Which was like, he won. And then the, no third, the fourth player was just playing like Urza set, and he was like, I'm a gun here. <laughs> it was the stupidest game of Magic. It was a lot of fun, though. I had to go buy a pack in one of the tournaments and crack oh, yeah, it the crack, and the play pack all the creatures yeah. in it, but all they had, I went and bought like the $20 pack of Modern Masters so yeah. I could try to get the best gold out of it. <laughs> that was really funny. I encourage that. You're, you're trying to... we got to talk about doing a Chaos Night. We should talk yes. about that sometime. We will we'll have to chaos list. Chaos. You can have some fun with Commander, but otherwise you can just... You can just build it this way, is the way we do it. So we should probably recap. Yeah, so... We play four rounds, 45 minutes, prizes hard, for all tables. Hard time. Hard time. 45 done. 45 and done. Don't tell everyone the time. Just have someone who you can trust just Keeping put an alarm time. and it'll just yep. beep whenever. Yep. And when someone asks when time is, just be like, it's soon or whatever. Like, don't say anything or it's whatever. So people don't dirtle their way through it. If you can come up with a better tiebreaker... Do it. Feel free. Tell, tell us. us. Yeah. <laughs> so we haven't come up with one. Um, four rounds is better than three. Tables of four or three. Yeah. Um, and as I said, I think prizing at every table is key as well. The one of the things that I had thought about for tiebreaker back in the day was the same thing I had thought about for like a random like sort of um, charity night was to have a random tiebreaker every night. So have a list of maybe ten tiebreakers. Oh, so it'd be like whoever had the most creatures. Yeah, most creatures in play. Reveal the most... top, clash with an opponent. Yeah, clash so with like... everyone left alive. So that could be fun, but I find it's pretty good the way we have it now anyway. Yeah. Either you gun out and win, or you tie. Yeah, and, I, and I, everyone seems to think you have to tie, and I'm always like, look, it, it's like, you know, when you draft. Yeah. And you're like, technically it's going to be a tie. Do one of you, us, want to just concede? Yeah. And you're like, I'll concede because I don't deserve to win. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, you both technically lose. So it's the same thing in Commander. It's like, you, you both come last. Or you or, or one of you concedes, but we'll just randomly decide who concedes. Like, that's what we do. It doesn't matter too greatly because the no. prizing, unless it's for the top table, it's all the same. So most people don't care. That's another key I would part. stress to have prizing, though, and prizing each table to sort of build the foundation. So even if you do change it later... To start with, try to make sure that you do have prizing to keep people involved. Yeah. And even if it's like a pack per table at the end, uh, everyone chucks in a buck, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Make sure that every table has a prize, the final table. Yeah. Uh, so there's a chance for each person to win. It's just like human nature. When there's a prize, people will stick around. They'll stick around. Even if, if it's just five bucks, ten bucks. Yeah, it could just be like, get back the money you paid. People yeah. will stick around. Yeah. For the fun of it. Right? Yeah, and if they can't, then they'll drop with legitimate apologies. We've had people who had to leave, and they're just like, "Man, I wish I could stay. I gotta go." Yeah, well, you don't get your money back, but thanks for showing. I try to convince people who are coming late just to keep playing. 
Yeah. Because only the last table matters. Yeah. I mean, Take the it one could point screw hit. it up if you show up with like a super strong deck into the last round and yeah. just crush the bottom table. Then we'd have to reconsider because yeah, that's then, not the spirit of the game. You know what? You toss. I'll just show up at nine o'clock, pay five bucks, and just crush the people who are doing terribly today. Like, uh, no. <laughs> you just got to make sure that you show up before the pairings, or else you might get paired to a table with these. No, people. but technically, you'd you'd always pair I guess to the you'd bottom because you'd have point. zero points. That's where we'd probably have to use that judges one of like, look, we'll just pair you where you're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. So shimmer, sir, last table. Oh man, you, you <laughs> well, you you took the. The loss in the first three rounds, so I guess you're up against, uh, you know, yeah. this eight-year-old. Three, bo- and, three Boros decks. <laughs> Boros decks. Uh, so uh, we're, I guess we're going to do Random Commander before yeah. we do our homework? Yeah, I called this up, and then, so we'll do Random Commander. We'll see what we get. Who starts? I, I keep having a bet on when we're going to have a repeat. Ooh. I'm going to predict. I'm going to say episode 25. All right. Which means it'll happen right now, but I'm going to say episode You go first 25. for me. Uh, I got the hand on the trigger here, so I'm going to go first. All right. I mean, we talk about it t- t- together, so... Ooh. It's a good one. I like this. It's okay. I got uh, Cami of the Crescent Moon, uh, who's two blue. I won three, but that's irrelevant. Uh, It's only ability. It's a spirit. It is. Uh, At the beginning of each player's uh, draw step, that player draws an additional card. Howling Mine. Um, On a stick. Yeah, it's Howling Mine on a creature. Uh, This one's. This one's a weird one. Let's take extra Because. (laughs) Yeah, like. This is a lab man. You you throw it in a deck. Because you're doing group hug, or you're just trying to get draw, or you're doing something political. Yeah. We throw it in Necrozar just to be a pain in the ass. Um, but when it's your commander, they're either playing group hug, which Brian, I believe, last episode... I hate group hug. I yeah, it. when I suggested Feldegriff, and you're like, I no. hate it. No. Uh, some people hate that. And the other one is, well, like, how are you going to take advantage of it? So I don't so really... I, I think I'm how alone. Many, how many draw steps can you get? Is really the way to exploit this. Character. I don't. I think I'm alone almost in the fact that I don't really consider like howling mind effects to be too much of a group hug, because in no. most colors, it's probably their only legitimate card draw. Like if you're running white or red, uh, you're not drawing any other way anyway. So you might as well draw yeah. a howling mind. I have them in like my lands deck. I have a couple like yeah. uh, rights of flourishing, and people are like, oh, it's the group hug part. And I was it's like, not... I mean, like the the general sort of has it, but like I can explore it. Way worse than yeah. most other decks. Every once in a while, I run up against one that can. And like um, a legitimate, so group like, hug is it that's really? Just like it's giving just like, favor to everyone. Yeah. Like that guy that gives you a man at the beginning or whatever. Like that's oh man, kind of useless. Like, yeah, I don't know why anyone would run that because I don't see a legitimate reason to give your opponents three mana every turn. Yeah, I think I mentioned it before that someone did that, and I yeah. kept like bouncing it. So, so same I me, just yeah. kept getting the three. I never and let I them kept happen. replaying, and it was like, and it was like the third time. Never. I was like. You're aware I'm the only one benefiting from this card, right? Like, just stop playing it. So, like, card draw on blue, I feel that blue's going to take one more advantage of it because they probably can draw into more draw. Yeah. Two, this general pretty much is only going to win off of a lab man win, I feel. Like, yeah. Maybe like, a mass bounce effect swing with Leviathans. Like, I don't know. You could probably, like, it's not uh, well, let's it, see. a zombie uh, of the scrolls. I mean, like, that's just, you go infinite. Um what do you know online? Oh, it's all counterspells. Anyway. It's all drawn counterspells. It's, it's just draw. So, like, how can you, like, there's Psychosis, Psychosis Crawler, Crawler, sure. Yeah, but look, there's, like, um, Psychosis there's Crawler, Lab Man. So there's a couple yeah. cards that are, like, they're all the same. There's a new one in, like, Modern Horizons that's, like, plus look. one, plus one for every one in your hand. Those cards you could put in. Every blue deck in the world. You're going to struggle to not win off Lab Runs Man. the same three cards, which is Crawler, Lab Man, and the Squid, the Chasm Skulker. Like, those three and Thassa are probably 100%. Well, Cyclonic no. Rift. 
Well, we don't and, talk about that. That's the best card ever yeah. made for Blue. <laughs> no. That's a staple. <laughs> yeah. That's a staple so, inside of Blue. Like, if you're in four colors, you put Rift in. You don't put this guy in. Yeah, so the, the problem with this one is people are going to assume you're going to play extra turns. You might be able to come up with some way that, like, card draw will work, but then, like, just play who's the, the omnipotent, where you just tap to draw three cards. Yeah, Arcanus, yeah. Sure. I mean, everyone will expect the same thing. You're like, oh, how many times can you untap and tap him and just draw your whole deck? It is sort of a problem. Blue card draw is assumed to be the new Jace and, and Lab, Lab Man. And everyone's just going to assume that's how you win the game. And you don't do anything but count. Because your line your, your line almost has to get there. That has to be a backup in mono blue because otherwise you don't have a backup. Like if you're if yeah. your original if your original line of thought is to kill people with Leviathans, why not put Ladman in as a backup just <laughs> sure. in case? And you know because you're probably gonna have a shit ton of draw. You're probably gonna have a ton of you know bounce effects and stuff. Yeah, toss in the Ladman. See if you can get there. More often than not, you will <laughs> with Ladman. Yeah, I guess this one's advantage over some other ones. It's only a two drop, so you can get it out early. It's pretty big on the so butt for a two can, drop too. You one, can three. make some. Friends with it by playing it early, and everyone who sort of got is getting land screwed will be your best friend. Bad players but, and land screwed players will consider this to be a boom. Yes, good They'll players. Regret it. They should regret it later. They will because you're playing mono blue, but especially if they're land screwed, they'll regret yeah. it because you're probably not. Yeah. So, uh, good players and uh, players who aren't land screwed will try to kill Cami immediately. Because they just don't want to give you the extra draw. Anymore. Yeah, they just want to slow you down. And, they and like every so. card draw, with every Howling Mind effect, it only takes advantage when it gets back to your turn. So if they can kill it before your turn, that's a free card. Yeah, exactly. You know, it costs them a removal or a bounce, but who knows what they got. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, what are our ratings? Like, hate? Uh, hate. I'm going to go with a two. Yeah, it's like Mono Blue probably can't get below that. I don't feel Mono Blue can get below <laughs> two. Like, the general's not... Terrible and degenerate and janky and weird, but it's just the blue is going to affect it. Yeah. Uh, politics. The only politics is really, as we said, anyone desperate for card draw is going to love you. Well, blue can become pretty political, though. Like, just as a color, if you're mono blue, you can definitely... I would put this at a two as well. Yeah. Blue gets pretty political. You can, you know, promise counterspells or throw a monkey wrench in someone's game. That's someone true. swings, evac, thanks, you're welcome, remember yeah. me next time. That's true. That yeah, that's fair. I was thinking just the only one off the card is the extra card, but you have no it control It doesn't give over itself it. any anyway, but a mono but, deck especially, you kind of, I feel you yeah, have you to look at what it can way. offer, right? And then, uh, what's it? I don't even remember. Fun. Fun. Oh. I'm going to go with it. one. It, yeah, I don't know. It's mono blue. If you're into mono blue, this is an archetypical, like, archetypal mono blue. Yeah, this is like, I didn't want to build a zombie and go infinite. Yeah. So I just switched out the general. Yeah. We had a Kami <laughs> play a while in our play group. It was fine. It didn't it just it played force fruition and forced you to just draw your deck. Yeah. And just one off. <laughs> Hopefully drawing before you like Yeah. You cast more spells than him. He wins. Like that was the goal. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. I like putting this card in sort of just in it's, a deck, but as a commander it's, it's a definitely little... a better ninety nine, I think. Yeah. Alright. See mine? See mine. Silvos, oh, we got two monos. Opposite. Two monos. Silvos, the rogue elemental. Three and three green for an eight-five trample elemental. Tap one green, regenerate it. Yeah, he's this guy sweet, actually. was a beast in his day. Like yeah, a straight I missed the killer. time, but people have told me that. He that one regenerate was a monster play. You were just like, he's still alive. Yeah, I had him in a Xenagos deck, and he's just like absolutely disgusting. He's, he's, it's, terrifying as a creature he's for six you get an eight five trample that regenerates for one 
Yes. You play him on turn seven, or when you have seven mana, and then you just always protect him. Yes, it's you always need that green. So so what's good about this one is it has the evasion and trample already, so you don't yeah. figure a way to give it. And it has pseudo-indestructible, so you don't have to give it that either. There are things that like you can't regenerate like damnation, but like one in every 20 removal has that. If like, you're not... Most yeah, don't. Yeah. Exile, sure, but you couldn't... I got around indestructible anyway. So it's almost indestructible, so so you've got like a defensive and an offensive one built in. Yeah, you do. Um, which is what makes it so strong. You could run Silvus a whole bunch of ways. This would be wide, it's mono green, it could be Voltron. Like, Silvus with a bunch of swords on it would just be terrifying, just sort of cutting yeah. through everyone. Yeah, because of those stats on it. I surprisingly don't see it much. Like, I think because it's, it's not very tricky. It yeah. does one thing. And yes. only one thing. Well, it's green, so, you know. Even in green, though, there's a lot of trick generals like Yava or even like Thrun and stuff that have different sure. plays. But this guy's literally just land on the field, try to kill you as fast as possible. Yeah. So you'd probably just do Voltron. Yeah. Um, he's an elemental. You can he's play an elemental. elemental there's quite a lot of elemental stuff. Yeah, he goes well in a bunch of other decks, too, just because he's... He's almost... I'd say he's better busy. than Kami in most. Like, in his color, Kami, he's a better being... add than your general. That you just rolled, Kami of the Crescent Moon. Oh, yes, yes. He's a better add in the 99 for green than Kami is for blue, I feel. Yeah. This guy gives nothing to your opponents, <laughs> except pain yeah, grief. exactly. And, and he's blood. hard to get rid of. So, yeah, beyond, like, sort of a Voltron, I don't really know how you play it, but he's a fairly strong Voltron. And, and six in green is, like... Easy. Who cares? It's not even a real number. No. You can get <laughs> six on, like, four, turn three. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... So for for uh, fun, I'm gonna start with fun. Sure. We kind of just randomize it every time. Yeah, it's uh, just whatever one we remember first. Fun. I put I put Silvos at a at a two because if you like that style of deck, he's gonna be awesome. Uh, yeah. But there's not really too much outside of that that you're doing with him. No, you're gonna have fun because people can't deal with him and can't kill him. Yeah, and that's but gonna give you joy. That's, that's fun that's at other people's it. expenses. So I mean, really, you're maxing out at about a two there. Uh, yeah. For hatred. You're probably going to suffer a fair bit of hate for a green general once people realize what he does, because he is a stomper. Yeah. You're in mono green, so you're probably ramping, and he's going to yeah. hit play early and a lot. The person who drops Maze of Ith suddenly doesn't hate you at all. Well, but... yeah. <laughs> and the other side of it, too, is that even if, like, white, like, no one's really safe in a mono green, because if you build it with enough enchantment removal, you can't even get rid of it with, like, Nevermore, Giddy's yeah. Intervention. They're all off the table when it comes to green. Yeah, because it's got a way to get around everything. Pretty much all of that. So... Silvos is a bit of a beat stick, so for Hatred, I'm going to put it at 2. Yeah, I was, I was wondering if you are going to go higher. I'd go with 2 because it's going to be big and it's going to be mean. Um, I just there's a couple it, cards that will stop it, but it unless you have two one two because it really only has one purpose. It doesn't have any tricks. No. You, know. you see it coming. It is a 6-drop. It's not coming out on Like you said, two. if you have a maze and they don't have boots, <laughs> you're fine. You yeah. know, you're, not, you're like, oh, that deck doesn't do anything to me. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and then for politics, I'm dropping this guy down to as low as we're going to go. One? Are we going yeah. zero or are we going one? <laughs> one, I think, is our low. There's one nothing. Is. This you're is the just, lowest of the ones you can find. You There's just no decide politics. who dies. That's that's yeah. your politics. Yeah, yeah. Your, your <laughs> politics with this general and in mono green in general tends to be who do I swing at first? Yeah. That's the politics. So that was a pretty good little bunch of yeah. two, little, two little monos there. That was yeah, that was interesting. It was fun. Um, Who wants to start for our homework, Evan? Uh, I was going to call mine up first. Do you have yours? Because you don't have anything in front of you. Or are you just doing it by memory? I got it. 
Well, why don't you talk, because I have right, to find cool. my file here. So, my general that I was given was uh, Corona, the False God by Evan, which is, I believe, uh, one in all five colors? I think so. I mean, we uh, could We do. We have EDH right here. <laughs> K-A-R. K-A-R. Corona. There it is. There she is. Uh, Corona's one in all five colors. Yep. 5-5 uh, five, five legend, but she's, I believe, an avatar. Yep. Haste. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player untaps Corona, False God, and gains control of it. When Corona attacks, creatures of the type you of your choice get plus three, plus three until end of turn. So it's like the new like Tangrath, the new Minotaur. Yeah, this was like way what you had before because yes. that one's way better. But this is five colors, so you can so do anything. E- so it's even worse. So uh, my challenge <laughs> so was it gives to... a boost to a uh, to a tribe. Yes, that's the difference. So my challenge was that I. Uh, was told to build this as a Voltron, so not swinging wide is my assumption. I could still put some creatures in it. Was my yes, assumption. but my assumption was basically you'd try to kill people with it, so if you gave it to someone else, the hope was you'd just stack the damage like Tanrath, the new one. Then you're just trying to get commander damage is what you're trying yes. to win off of. So, and if people get the bonus of the plus three, plus three, sure, but ultimately you're trying to win with commander damage. So this is going to be a hard, hard tutor. Deck. So pretty much okay. every tutor in the game is going to be in this deck. They got all five colors. What about Gamble? You're going to run Gamble? Uh, of course I am. Well, okay, I sure. My favorite tutor. Uh, so the that first allows you to tutor for Vampire Tutor and discard it and throw it away. Uh, first and foremost, the, the color you got five colors. So the unfortunate side effect of that is that your land base is going to be screwed in a Tron deck. Like you're just going to you need these colors. Yeah, all five. You can't even start without it. So some cards that I'd throw in there would be all of the multicolored rocks, uh, chromatic lantern, sure. things like that. Would you and put like soul that, ring in it? Uh, probably not. You're just going really I'd basic. I just skip straight past <laughs> yeah. soul ring. Soul it's ring. It's not really going to help you because you need five colors. I might. I might include soul ring because what I'm running is equipment. Oh well, then and run a certain soul set ring. of equipment. So the sure. first and foremost equipment you need is a salt suit. Yes. Because when he's equipped with an assault suit, he cannot attack you. Yes. All the creatures can. Yeah. Because his base one doesn't say he can't just swing back at you. But that's why I would run the new goad guy. <laughs> oh, the new, the new uh, cat. The new cat general who goads everything when you get attacked by one of your creatures. When, when you deal damage to someone, their creatures are goaded. Right. So then they gain corona and it can't attack you and yeah. other creatures can't. And none of their creatures can attack okay, you. Yeah. So now we're on the path. So you'll need the, the new blood blade? No, what you was need it? that, yeah. The whatever uh, the goad, I, the goad sword. I can't goad remember. Sword. Bloody something. Or... I think I talked about it in our like, yeah. review of it. And I still can't think of what it is. That one's great too. It's yeah. It's the one that you can't actually equip. You pay two, I believe, and attach it to a creature in a pump yeah, control. and it's goaded while it's attached. Yeah, and plus two plus zero. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember the exact name. Again, we're on EDH rec, but I'm just too lazy. <laughs> uh, so pieces like that, uh, and then. You'll need Homeward Path for those times when it looks like you cannot absorb that damage. You sure, yeah, that's through. fair. Get it back. Yeah, get it back. Because you have to give this away. You do, yeah. 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 You, Unlike Assault Suit where you can choose. You can choose. So in this case, the Assault Suit just slides on, passes over, boom. Sure. Now it's all good. So you're running all the goat effects, you're running Assault Suit, and then what you're doing is you're just maxing this guy out on damage and swords and trample. Yeah, because I sort of assume that if you give them protection, people are just going to innately swing it at whoever has pro it. Yes. Just for the sake of doing that. Yeah. Like, oh, pro green against your Silvos deck, sure. Yeah. So they're not swinging at you. Exactly. Yeah. So homeward path, because it doesn't target, you're just going to get it back. And you're just going to save that for the time when someone blows up your assault suit. 
Yeah. And then when they swing with all of your gear on it, you're just going to be like, Homer Path. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other side of it is to get around all that, you're just going to run all of your other creatures apart from that goad creature are going to be artifacts. Because then they can always block them even with all the right. swords on them. Yes. Right? Okay, good call. Yeah. So you're just going to run mirrors and sub. You're going to play Sunburst? You could. You <laughs> That's could. terrible without like a doubling season. But... Yeah, you know what? Every little bit counts. Yeah, mirrors would work because you get plus three, plus three on them. Yeah, but we're not you going full tribal, tribal, so. That's true. You know, so I'd be running those probably like uh, Batter Skull to keep them up, you know, sure, just so yeah. that, you know, and get that lifelink off of them. Um, but really what you're doing is you're aiming at just, yeah, one passing around to everyone to sort of force their tribes to swing. Because a lot of people play tribes at other yeah. people. Yes. Uh, and I'd run a lot of the blue unblockables. That's the other thing. Because it's any creature that gets through will goad all of the creatures they control, I believe. Yes, yeah. I can't. I believe it's I whenever so. any I creature you just hits. take damage, which is yeah. why it's ridiculous. It's that weird cat. The My- Naya cat. Yeah, it's just what am I think. Yeah. Marisi? Could be. I'm I sure know. we could try to take Again, in, we're right on a LED track. But I would run the blue unblockables, like the agent and stuff like that, who would just sort of poke through, goad yeah. all your creatures, you're up. And then sure. it would just rely on that, yeah. And like I said, I would just tutor up all just the pieces I need. to get the, like, five cards you need. Yeah. Now it's going to be a shit show of a deck. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I always find the more tutors you put in, sort of the less fun the deck is, because all it, it then just does the same boring so thing every the time. The problem with Corona, though, is that you legitimately just straight kill yourself if you can't set your deck properly. <laughs> yes. You're just like, here's Corona. I hope I don't die. Yeah. Don't swing at me. It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> like, I'm giving you the Corona bonus. But if you can... Now, the, the real problem, though, comes down to once you're down 1v1, Goad stops working. Yeah, and it has to swing at you. So, well, if it has an assault suit, it doesn't. Right. But that doesn't stop its trigger from going off. So if you're facing True. a zombie deck and you're like, well, I guess my general can't swing, but all these zombies get plus three, plus three, go. That's a bit of an issue. Well, it's still... S- no, because it's on attack. What is the new wording, though? Is it an attack? It says whenever Corona attacks. I didn't actually read the new card. Well, do you want to look it up while I talk about my deck? Sure, I'll do it on my phone. To it? Okay, sure. Um, so Evan, I'm what's talk your deck? About, uh, you gave me Saray the Falconer. Did I? Um, wow. And uh, But it's been errated, so I was referring to it in my notes as Saray the Burdener, because despite <laughs> the fact it says all falcons get plus one, plus one, and for one and a white target falcon gains banding until in turn. I, Both those things have been errated to burn. I just want to throw it in here before you keep going. I sincerely hope that at some point in the near future, Magic makes a card called the Burdener. <laughs> the Burdener, Except yeah. instead of being like a burden, it's just birds. Yeah. Like, the Burdener. <laughs> just, I would fucking die. It's just, it's just the Terminator. It's just a yeah, bird yeah. in like just, a leather jacket and then sunglasses. Just a, a big beak. Um, it, it is an attack trigger, so it does have to attack. Yeah. So if it has that on it, then you're good. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so so this one it's it's mono white. I was surprised how many decks like I just like scrolled to the bottom of the white decks on EDH rec, thinking like, oh, it's clearly it's nowhere. It's it's like actually like the middle. It was really surprising. So I was like, why can't I find this bloody card? <laughs> this terrible card. I could type it in, but in my laziness I just scrolled, which turned out to be there so basically you build bird travel so i put a bunch of cards i didn't put a bunch of birds i laughed i was telling brian that i usually pull 12 cards i only pulled 
uh, nine because I just gave up at that point because they're just <laughs> going to be crappy birds. There's birds, whatever. They're fine. It's mono white, so you're going to have to figure out your mana base. You're going to have to play land techs and, and, you know, smothering type just to keep up sort of thing. Um, but sort of interesting cards. Uh, one was, of course, uh, my thing. Oh, my. I'm going to have to look this one up. I've got like, <laughs> I emailed myself a picture and it's so blurry I can't read it. Um, something Avery, Aviary. It's like Stonework Avery or something like that. Anyway, it's whenever a bird is put into your graveyard from play, put a feather counter. Oh, there it is. Soul Catcher's Airy. Jesus. All birds get plus one, plus one for each feather counter on it. It's an enchantment. So I was like, that's fine. And then you play a Mira Angel. So every time a land comes in, you make a bird. Um, and then that was sort of like, you put in other birds, okay? <laughs> it's just like, birds. Like, the point is they get plus one plus one, but the point is you gotta play banding. So the, all the other cards were just like, how do you how do you do banding? So how you do banding properly is you need like protection or you need like prevent damage because then they can band together and you can just force the one thing that doesn't take any damage to take the whole beat. Yeah, and then you just pass all the you just attack. So it's just a pain in the ass for everyone. Um, so I don't believe banding targets. So you can play, there's a bird, of course, I can't read any of my cards here. The old cards, the font's all bad. There's one that has protection from creatures. Okay. Uh, it's some bird, again, I can't read it right now. Um, so again, <laughs> band it and just have it take all the damage, and then all the other things crush whatever creature blocked it. Yeah. Play Mother of Ruins, well, so you yeah. get protection to whatever. Is it, what's the new one? The Giver of uh, Ruins. Ruins. Yeah. Yep. Um, play Stuffy Doll in your bird deck. Oh. Because it's indestructible. As you do. There's a Deathblade Elite where for two you prevent all combat damage that we dealt to and dealt by it. Um, so, so again, you just... Is that a bird? No. there's a, It's a human soldier. Oh. I just like was oh, like, screw okay. You have birds and then you should have these things that the birds need to band against. Because if the bird gains bandy, you can take one thing that isn't Without a it, bird. Yeah. Yeah. So take things like Stuffy Doll and just ban the damage into Stuffy Doll. True. Uh, because then no one will want to block your birds because they can't kill them by blocking. Well, you could which will do. suck because uh, they'll either just take the damage or they'll know that their blocker a, just dies. Just have a pristine angel air and never attack with it. Because as long this as it's untapped, one. it gains protection from everything. From right. All colors. Yeah. So just never swing with it. Swing with the birds. Just keep it as a block. And then just be like, band, die. <laughs> band, die. Yeah. So uh, I figured you'd tower the magistrate, because you need yeah, just well, in case yeah. you're playing artifacts. Definitely. And then the only other two interesting ones I had, uh, one was a bird. Uh, it's like Major Terra for Toth oh, or Tara? something. Yeah. Just five, sacrifice it, remove all black creatures from the game. Like, <laughs> Pretty good. You should just play that if you're playing birds. Pretty good for hosing black. <laughs> yes, just like absolutely worst. destroy black. <laughs> Uh, so that was funny and the other one was uh, Scythe of the Wretched oh that's so, so rough equipped creature gets plus two plus two whenever a creature dealt damage by a equipped creature is put into a graveyard return it to play under your control and attach this to it so again you do the banding you make the <laughs> you make this one uh, live or whatever and you just every time they block you just steal your creature because you just use banding to your advantage those are basically the only ideas I came up with, was just exploit banding. Have everyone hate you because they don't really understand banding. No, banding is um, one of those, uh, those and powers just, that just... You just you choose where damage goes instead of the attacker, so when you're blocking. Um, so, or you choose when they block, you choose where their damage goes. That's all it is. Yeah. So, you just force it onto whatever doesn't die. Yeah. And all your guys then just... 
become a huge pain in the ass. Your problem is going to be chump blocking all the time. So yeah. they are your birds fly, so that gets around most things. So, so I mean, there's some ways around that. Place like, some removal, and you also have like you can uh, you can run. Uh, oh, for them, chump blocking. You. Yeah, your biggest problem yeah, is going to yeah. be like if they have like a consecrated sphinx and you have a giant band of birds or something, they're going to either block and nothing's going to happen or just take damage. They'll probably just take if damage. If you run like Brave the, the Sands, though. They have like a, they'll just chump things. Yeah. If you run like Brave the Sands, though, then you have vigilance. Yeah. And then right. you're just a threat at all times. And white can get vigilance. White can get double strike. The only thing white really can't get effectively is trample, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, that that major terror though, it would be really fun to build a, a white deck that just ran all of that shit, like Southern Paladin and Northern Paladin or whatever. Well, there, there's also Paladins that just tap destroy a creature of yes. Red. Like, there's, like, there's a knight that is plus one plus one for every swamp an opponent controls. Yeah, and it has Crusading Knight protection, protection from black. black so there's an opposite like one which is Marauding Knight. Crush pro white. Plus one, plus one for each planes in play. So there's like two on the yeah. other side. Because each of those knights was created with an opposite on the yeah. same color. Because Western Knight and Eastern Paladin, or Western Paladin and Eastern Paladin. But you're more likely to play against a mono black deck than a mono white. So the, the black protection one is just it's a lot it's better. way better. Yeah. yeah, And it's funny to play because they'll just like have no idea. I would love to play like an old school deck that just ran pro-black white creatures and just like if I'm playing a black player you're just fucked like yeah, you're done the, bud like you're, it's yeah, over the old kitchen table yeah just like just sort of be like white knight ah oh, this will totally screw over my brother's deck and light of day black creatures can't attack a block go there is there is two white enchantments that are like all creatures gain protection black like all creatures can change protection red but I can't remember if they're all yours no or it's, all... it's it's all There's black creatures where... gain protection from white, and all white creatures gain protection from black. I think mm-hmm. it's called, like, Righteous War or something like that. No, there's two separate ones that I think oh, just okay. give all your stuff pro. There's one where, like, all creatures gain protection from their color, <laughs> which is just weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's banding. That's that's how you'd exploit it. Otherwise, you just play birds. We talked about it when you pitched this to me that there's a better bird commander. I don't know <laughs> what it's called. It's an Azorius one. <laughs> If you wanted to play this one, you'd play it because it gives banding. There's two artifacts that give banding. It's redundant. The Tana Morale. Yeah. And, 100%. Uh, Helm yeah. of something. Helm of Chat. So when you only like, give it to one yeah. creature. So I didn't really include those in my thoughts just because if your commander does it, you don't really need an artifact that does it. Yeah. And it's like, well, the commander costs one in a white. It's like, sure, the other one costs two colorless. In your white deck is going to be white. Like, it doesn't make Also, the difference. fact that your, your commander is going to drop for two and be a... Uh, and be an anthem for birds is kind of funny in my yes. book. Like, if you build bird tribal, it's not a terrible head. <laughs> no, that's why <laughs> it's I must a pretty damn good head. There was more decks than I thought because, like, oh, pff, whatever. Yeah. It's but... be six decks here. It's like <laughs> six hundred. All right. Well, that is our podcast for today. Thanks, guys, for listening. Yep. Uh, we will be back with episode seventeen next week. Yeah, it's usually what comes after sixteen. So you're yes, right. that is true. Uh, we Thanks, think we're going to talk about the new set piece of shit yeah we are <laughs> going to talk about the new set because uh, by then we're hoping all the spoilers will have dropped yes i think i think we should be there it'll be it'll be a pre-release weekend so we'll have to have we'll, the we'll do it and there'll be like Wait, one no. card missing it'll, it'll be, be the weekend before card. pre-release you should still have all the spoilers yeah maybe it'll be the weekend uh, week after we'll talk who about it anyway who cares <laughs> uh have a good one guys yep see you next week